Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sandspans Radio. Working hard or completely flaccid? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 14 of Zombie Plagued Cholt. Um... I love teamwork. I love good. secret teamwork that All our right, characters so, don't know about. Right? You know what I said, statistically? It was a... <laughs> <laughs> it was a... I think, like, statistically you had, like, a 70-75% chance of getting a better number. <laughs> but I constantly defy the odds. Crit fail. Stupid knight, stupid knight relied on his metal cage that ended up being his tomb. <laughs> stupid knight. And that's where your cackling ends, when he hits you with the end of his pommel. You can tell that it is a spell of distort value. Oh, who sees it first? You see it first, Pop. What does it say? What's that say? I try and lean over to see what it says. It's a a spell um, of making things look bad. Oh. It can also make them look worse. Oh. Mention that. Oh, no. I, you know what? I do. Artist Simber tells you it smells like freshly baked muffins. Oh, my God. That is wife made. <laughs> That's I, conjecture, but all right. <laughs> Artist Simber puts a hand on your shoulder, Tiffany, as the sun sets over this city. And he says, welcome. Welcome, all of us. The city of Omo. Creepers cling to the walls, and high grasses sprout between the flagstones amid evidence of long-dead campfires. One wall is covered in graffiti, some words painted, others etched. What's the graffiti say? Add my own graffiti, Adam. Mm-hmm. Raznazi is a chode. Passing the gatehouse to Omu, you find that as you keep going forwards, the terrain becomes a little more unstable. The stairs that you took down to this walled gatehouse were quite obviously still kind of in good nick and were meant to allow many people passage. But as you go further along now, it kind of just becomes sloped earth, so it's easier to slip. Now, you pass the first couple of buildings and you hit the main street, what obviously goes down Omu. When you were looking at it from Uh. above, yeah, it's that really long road that goes down. It's Rodeo Omu Drive. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is the most obvious way forward. Is that how you'd like to proceed? What? No, why is the gatehouse to? smoking? I want to look at the gatehouse. Why is it smoking? Oh, that was the gatehouse that you just came from. Yeah. it was. There was a couple of campfires that had just been kicked over. Oh, like, that's where the smoke warm, was coming Adam? from. Yeah. Well, if they're smoking, it must be really fresh. Mm. Someone was just here. Actually, as you would approach that main street as well, there's not much to it. You have a look around. They were definitely fresh-ish campfires but not like it's hard to tell the exact age of them as you approach that main street though you do definitely see smoke drifting lazily from that walled compound as well the gate oh yeah you could see that the gate lies in splinters on the other side of the wall from where you're standing you can see scorch marks on the buildings does it look dragonish no a dragon would have destroyed the buildings the buildings are still intact it's probably Ah. from some sort of magic I don't know about you, but <clears throat> while this path looks like the most direct route, it also looks like Ambush City. You're right. We should probably go around. 
Do you want to go on the eastern side of the road instead? There's lots of buildings all about that you can make your the way eastern through. side would be the side close away away from that smoked up compound. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, the other option you have is to try to climb down into the magma pit on your eastern side. We could always just send Vaughn in first. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. It does alleviate the element of surprise. But then at least everyone will come out and we can kill them and get what we need to go. I like the way you think, Hordes. All right, Vaughn, go and uh, check that Waldorf arrow out. If it is empty, I want you to give us two thumbs up, big guy. Vaughn shuffles off into the walled compound and comes back. He stands before you and puts his thumbs up. All right. We'll head towards the uh, walled compound then. As you enter, you see that near the center of the compound is a plaza littered with charred human corpses. One of the corpses is being torn apart by a pack of wild dogs. There are six jackals, we'll say, feeding upon the corpse of one of these, uh, one of these unfortunates. Do you start searching around? You, there's many bodies here. We should see who these people were. were. Um, us. Yes. What do you know about this place? Omu was once uh, uh, the jewel in, uh, in Chult's crown, back when Chult was a kind of a nation unto itself. It was built over uh, rich mineral veins, and the city garnered wealth and abundance. Omuan jewellery was coveted far and wide, and the city's merchants grew fat on commerce. To enter Omu, it was said, was to enter the gates of paradise itself. He gestures around to the dilapidated buildings. Such wealth brought greed, naturally. Omu's hunger for slaves made her ruler demand even greater tribute from their neighbours. Places like Port Nyanzaru, Mezro, where my beloved is, and many other small cities dotted throughout, well, were once dotted throughout Chult. They've now been reclaimed by the jungle. When their vassals couldn't pay in flesh, they paid in blood. Omu feared legions marching across Chult, so they wanted to keep everything. They wanted to keep their neighbors, both kind of like the city-states and also neighboring countries, they wanted to keep them kind of pacified, so they were very vicious about that sort of stuff. Yeah, right. The Omuans' greed and hubris angered the god Ubtau, it is said. I do not know if that is true, but it is said that it angered Ubtau, causing him to turn his back on Omu about 200 years ago, I should say, long before he abandoned the rest of Chult. So he he abandoned Omu itself, and then he abandoned Chult as a as the wider area. That's all gods are good for you, leaving you high and dry when you need them most. Mm. Omu's clerics lost their spells, and the city itself fell to sickness and disease. Slave uprisings, I uh, believe, began to rack Omu, and its nobles fled in droves. Good. I have not laid eyes upon this city myself until now. A map that could lead us here would fetch quite a price, and we obviously have one. Yes. You're not going to sell our map on us, are you, uh, Simple? I don't really care to. Money has never really held much sway for me. All right, because you're a billion years old. Yeah, no, fair enough. Once you you hit the first couple hundred years, money starts losing meaning. Yeah, all right. I'm old in tall years. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. Don't tortoises live about as long as humans? Yes, but it's like the guts of the... Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Let me know if anyone approaches the dogs. No. No. 
They're eating people. No. Fair. Let's uh, search these bodies. All right. Around feel- the dogs. I don't feel bad looting from this city because it was founded on the back of oppression and awful things. Fair call. Okay. Oh, there's many buildings here. <laughs> feel free to let me know if you want to check any of the buildings. No, Adam. I don't. I do not at all. But obviously... Adam, I'd like to check a building. I'm not going to leave check you the alone. Body? Sorry, there's the plaza and then there's a couple buildings around. Do you want to check the buildings first or the corpses in the plaza? I'll do a corpse and then a building. So, I'm not sorry, Cass. I know. <laughs> the corpses seem to be... There's quite a few. Maybe somewhere between 40 to 50 people here. They mostly look like mercenaries. You can see uh, they would be... Hmm, probably not with any big outfit. Just like small independent mercenary groups. Some of them from the Sword Coast, actually. A bunch of them being hired all together. But you definitely spot the red robes of more than a couple red wizards. (laughs) It would appear that this was their encampment. They had hired mercenaries and some locals, and something fell upon them. This camp is wiped out. I feel bad, except I don't care. Okay. Kind of roughly... Actually, it wouldn't be in the center. It would be a bit off to the side. You see, a glaive has been thrust into the remains of a burnt-out pyre. Charred snake skulls and blackened inhuman vertebrae are lashed to the spear. On a nearby wall, a symbol has been daubled in ash. Daubled? Dabbled. A snake curled in a spiral, gripping a circle in its jaws. Tiffany, you recognize the sigil on the wall as the symbol of Dendar the Night Serpent devouring the world. I know that's real bad, yeah? That would mean Yonti. Which kind of was almost to be expected. Raznazi yeah. is Yonti, and he he has Yonti followers. This place, well, it was presumably Yonti that descended upon them. You would imagine that the corpses in the pyre were probably Yonti that were killed in their ambush, and this is like a ritual ritual burial, sort of. Oh, what Yonti. Fucking hell, snakes with arms. If they're That's... daring enough to do this sort of pyre stuff, it means that they have this area very firmly in their control. I convey that. They're clearly doing something for Dendar. Oh, just snakes. Why do it have to be fucking snakes? <laughs> Get a good boy. <laughs> yes. All of you, as you're approaching a building to search it, all of you hear, Help! Help! Nobody move. Shh, shh. You can pinpoint that one of the buildings is partially collapsed. It's the voices coming from underneath a collapsed wall. If he's a snake, he has to tell us, doesn't he? He really doesn't. <laughs> Help me! I don't want to. <laughs> I start backing out of the room. You mean the walled compound? Yeah. All right. If Tiffany starts leaving, Flask of Wine starts leaving. Artisimber and Dragonbait draws his sword, but looks uncertainly at Artisimber. Artisimber draws his dagger and looks uncertainly at you. Oh, Pop, when did you become the moral compass of this fucking group? Vaughn, you're on standby. If we find anything other than someone in trouble in there, you're going to stomp them into the ground. Do you understand? Give me a big thumbs up. Vaughn gives you a big thumbs up. Oh, I love it. Were you helping him? Oh, maybe. What? Why? Oh, 
I have been spending too much time with you. You're not hissing this conversation at each other. You're yelling it at each (laughs) other. (laughs) Yeah, I was spending too much time with you, apparently. I was leaving because you said you wanted to leave. I inspect the room. So (laughs) as you approach, you get up to the wall. The wall is slightly, it's on like a slant. It's up like almost a ramp. You look underneath into the little gap made by the wall and you can see a very sad looking man underneath the wall. Hello? He looks out through the gap at you. I turn around and look at you and then then I say, so man, he's he's under here. He looks like, he doesn't look like no hissy hissy nothing or anything. Why, you think he's safe? If he he could kill me the way he looks right now, I'd give him a medal for trying, you know? Alright! I start coming back in. Rapier drawn. Alright. But I start coming back in. I come back down to eye level of the old man. Mm. Hi, old man. Hello. Now, I'm going to help you get you. out of this thank predicament. You, but, you, but, but, you do anything I don't like, I will put this rubble back on top of you myself. Of course, please, just set me free. Oh, why are we doing this? Alright, let's go. You're doing this. Yeah, I know. You're doing this. I mean, yeah, you, yeah, back in the day, you would have told me this was the right thing to do. What happened to you, huh? We're so close to saving my dad. Yeah, all right, but, you know, what did your dad say if you left an old man under some rocks? Oh, if he cared about what I was doing that much, I wouldn't mind what I had to do. Yeah, I'm noping out of this conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we helped him, man. Vaughn, let's right. go. Vaughn puts one of his mighty fists on the top of the wall and lifts. The wall comes easily away and the man scrambles out from under it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. He, on his like hands and knees, Pop, comes up to you and hugs you around the waist. I slide my hammer between him and me (sighs) and spin it so I can push him off. He's pried off you. He's very weak right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. No touching. Who the fuck are you? My name is Orvex. Orvex Okramas. What do you do, Orvex? I'm uh, 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 like a guide of sorts. I was, I was hired by those, those, he gestures to one of the corpses, maybe the one being torn apart by dogs, those red wizards. They hired me for their, their damn ex, uh, expedition. So you work for the red wizards? Yes, they hired me. Maybe. He ju- maybe he tries to read the room. <laughs> yeah, that's smart of him. He starts stammering out, but but it was just a c- clearly clearly it's it's the contract is over. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, you can say that again. So uh, what do you want to do with him? I got a plan. Did they pay you? Uh yes, they they pay quite well, but no one pays better than giving me my life. Well, if they've already paid you, how would you see, in exchange for your life, assisting us with the rest of the mission? Yes, of course. Yes, I'll help. He begins to stand up. What happened to him? There was an attack. I'm not sure exactly what happened. I just heard screaming, steel upon steel, a laughing. Someone was laughing. It was loud. I could hear it over the fight. And then there was an explosion, and he turns around to the destroyed building behind him, the wall, one of the walls which he was collapsed underneath, an explosion, a great explosion. And then 
I don't know. Everything went black. When I woke up, I was under there. I don't know how long it's been. Ten years. (laughs) (laughs) For real? Yeah. What do you mean for real? He's going to touch his face and know his beard didn't grow. He's trapped under rocks. Ten years, he says. He seems incredulous. Sure. Look. How I shoot, you know that? I shoot Papa look. Like, stop. Oh, I can't have any fun anymore, can I? He's got to see the fires. He's got to feel his face. Now that he don't have a beard. He's crazy old man who's in a building. And he, it, you know, judgment's not too good because he's been working with the red fox. You don't know he's crazy. Question for you. Um... Have you ever eaten a live frog? No. Well, he's not crazy. <laughs> I please. They the 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 red wizards, they hired me for my translation services. I know quite a bit about the history of Omu. If you've come to Omu, surely you must want to know it as well. I can relay things to you, things that I've learnt here in Omu. What languages do you speak? I speak common. I speak Grung, the the language of the frog people. Do you know them? Pop, you know of the Grungs, but you've never really encountered them. Uh, You know that they're not friendly. Uh, Frog monster. Beware the frog monster. I speak Grung, I speak Olmen, and I speak patchy old Olmen as well. Do I speak? Is Olmen Cholt? Yeah, it's the Cholt language. I've I've called it Cholty. (laughs) Choltian is also acceptable. Great. We can both speak the same language. Grung. Yes. Beast frog. Frog monster. Yeah. Beware the frog monster. What's the frog monster? I, so, I will tell you, please, I need food, I need water, and I need to rest. I will tell you. Been under a building. What were you lying down for 10 years? What do you fucking think you were doing? Running laps. I I promise you it's not as comfortable as it looks. I roll my eyes and hand him a ration. And I shake my head and look at Pop as I do so. Like, what what were you planning on doing? December, as uh, Orvex begins to hungrily devour the food that you've given him, December puts a hand on his shoulder, looks at you guys, and says, Perhaps we. Look, uh, I know that there was obviously an ambush here recently, but look, it has walls. I could think of worse places to stay the night. I nod my head. Fair enough. You set up as bare bones a camp as you can, trying to keep as low a profile as possible. So we set up and uh, we, uh, we can now talk to Old Mate. As you're setting in for the night and such, he he looks... He was in a very bad way, just letting you know. He looks... Dreadful. I've seen worse. He tells you myself he, horns. You know, we've been there. I do <laughs> one of those like upward head nod things. Like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe at some point he goes over to a part of the camp and comes back with his backpack. Out of his backpack, he starts taking clay tablets. The clay tablets are written in Olman, but none of you know Old Olman. Old Olman is a. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this word. I'm so sorry. Suniform. Mm. Cuneiform. Cuneiform? Mm. It's a cuneiform. It's a hieroglyphic language that looks like chicken scratchings. Mm. Babylonians used it. Oh, yeah, it's like, like lines yeah, I know and cuneiform. arrows and stuff and dots. It bears little resemblance to any other alphabet. You would need to be some sort of cloistered scholar or sage, some might say, to translate the inscriptions. 
so neither of you can. A warlock with a special power called Eyes of the Rune Keeper could translate this, but without any of those powers, you'd need to find some sort of Rosetta Stone, or you'd need to bring it to to this guy, Orvex. Um, well, you're just looking at them. Can I have a Can I have a look at one of those tablets, Orvex? He, he passes you one. It's very nice. He relays to you the eye <laughs> stared daggers. How, how old would you say one of these is, uh, Orvex? Mm. Can I sort of, am I in a position where I can look at Orvex and mouth the word, like, no to him and just shake my head like, no, young, <laughs> just like pointing down, like trying to be like, new. <laughs> okay, well. Orvex needs to make a sense motive. I get a bad boy card. He does not uh, get that. And Pop, Pop, you spot Tiffany doing that. Um, I am gesturing down and then I try and scratch my leg to cover it it's up. It's very obvious what she was doing. <laughs> I, scratch my, I scratch my leg but stare at you like, excuse you? It doesn't work, clearly. I just, Pop, I'm just not going to say anything. I'm just going to keep looking. Orvex says, it's hard to tell. But I would imagine more than 200 years. More than 200 years. Not bad. Not bad. You could always have better. I mean, that's not That's not th- that old. I give them back to Orvex. Mm-hmm. They belong to you, Orvex. No, I found them here within the runes. How much do you want for them? Orvex looks at you and says, I guess they mean nothing to me. I could part with them for maybe 10 gold apiece. Done. All right. Once we're done using yes, them. Yes, let me read from them first. I will take them. Orvex I didn't steal them. <laughs> I, it just belongs in a museum. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> Orvex relays to you the legend, what is known as the legend of the nine gods. Long ago, the god Ubtau hardened his heart and vowed to weep for the people of Omu no longer. The rains stopped, the jungle withered and died, and death swept through Omu. One morning, a wise Zorbo, a Zorbo is, let me look it up for you. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's a fun children's character. Oh, a Zorbo is a, is a, is a Greek man dancing in a circle. <gasps> oh my God. I'm oh. so close. Imagine what? a raccoon with a body of a bear and his belly is fat cause a snack's in there and he's got a little beard and beady black eyes and he's got little fur on his little doggy thighs. He's that, that was beautiful. A Zorbo is like almost like a red panda that just it's kind of losing hair. It's fat got like a mane. It's, 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 it's got a fat belt. It's a fat version of um the character in Kung Fu Panda. One morning, a wise Zorbo emerged from her hollow tree and spoke to the dying almonds. <gasps> to convince Ubtau of their worth, she decided to cook him a stew made from all their good qualities. Catching such virtues wouldn't be easy, so she asked a wily Almiraj. I'll look up what an Almiraj is. Okay, let's guess. What do we, what do we think is an Almiraj going to look like, Cass? Um, wings, feathers. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, birdie. Birdie. <laughs> no. Uh, Almiraj. Sorry, it's pronounced Almiraj. Okay, swampy Sticky. and kind of leaves. Cute. Very cute. Oh. Very Smooth. cute. No, hairy. Platypus? It's all right. It's two animals crossed together. One of them is a unicorn. Mouse. Mouse. Is it a unicorn rabbit? <gasps> yes. 
points to Handsome Tom. It's a unicorn rabbit. Oh it could God. be a narwhal rabbit. I would I would like to point out that it is a rabbit with a horn. Mm. Oh, my God. And it's got little tuft. You know how, like, lassie dogs have the big tuft of fur on their chest? Yes, Bambi. it's got a thumper chest. Oh, my gosh. I want a rabbit so much. I want a rabbit with a horn. Catching such virtues wouldn't be easy, so she asked a wily Almiraj to help her. The Almiraj snuck recklessness into the pot. No. Which, which she saw as a virtue. <laughs> and Ubtau spat out the stew when he tasted it. From that day on, Obulaka, the Zorbu, and Ijin, the Almiraj, became terrible enemies. Oh. oh, I love this fairy tale. Oh my gosh, the bunny was like being cheeky's cool. Basically a trickster god and like the opposite of a trickster god, a cuddle god. Just letting oh. you know, they're all trickster gods. Snuggles and cheekiness oh. together at last. Why couldn't so, they just have a nice time? At noon, a brave camadan. What do we think a camadan is? Dogish but th- horseish. It's two animals. Well, it's Technically, two animals crossed, but one Canada. of the animals features multiple times. What? Spider baby? No. no. One of the animals is a snake. So it's kind of got a Medusa thing going on. Oh, it's got a sna- it's got lots of snakes for a head yeah. and it's a big it's a it's a whale. <gasps> is it a no. snake snake? Snake with snakes coming out of snake no. head? So I would have said one animal then. Fractal snake. There are two very de- different animals involved. What's the opposite of a snake? One of them has spots. Cheetah. It's not the snake. Oh. oh. At noon, a brave Camadan hopped down from her rock. She saw the evil in the almond's hearts and decided to lance it like a troublesome boil. The Camadan fashioned a holy spear, but she left it by the riverbank and a crafty grung stole it. In her rage... Shagambi the Camadan forgot all about the almonds and chased Nang Nang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nang just... Nang the Grung forever across the sky. Oh, they're the st- I fucking love this, Adam. This is, this is, fuck. And now a quick word from our sponsor. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. 
Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Also... Hey, D&D is fun, but if you're wishing that we would stop all this role-playing nonsense so that we could get down to brass tacks and nut out which bird is the best bird, then do I have news for you. Shut Up a Second is a show by myself, Jackson, Cass, and Zoe, where we, as my dad calls it, embarrass ourselves on a public platform with our lack of scientific understanding. So if you like the sound of that, or if you want to know why my dad isn't answering my calls, then head on down to sanspantsradio.com and search for Shut Up a Second. I love how it was like, I will make sure I kill the plague on the earth that is humid. Oi, that frog got my stick! <laughs> I will chase him forever! I will I will chase you into heaven. Rouse! <laughs> I'll chase you into heaven and then across heaven for a million years. Yeah. When evening came, a wily eblis. So this is all one day still. Yep. It's a it's a it's a tale. Ah, that's like an ibis, but punk. Yes. When evening came, a wily Eblis stepped from his reed hut. He didn't like the almonds, but without them, he'd have no one to play tricks on. (laughs) They are all tricksters, and I love it. The Eblis sent a marsh frog to reason with Ubtau, but the frog was angry and decided to wrestle the god instead. (laughs) So, uh, just, just, just so we're clear. Yeah. You're gonna go there. Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna like reason with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just walks away. He's like, no, no, I'm gonna fucking punch him in the stomach. <laughs> this amused Ubtau, so he gave the frog tentacles to make it stronger. When Kubazan, the frog hemoth, Kubazan, um, <gasps> bravery, bravery. When Kubazan, the frog hemoth, returned to Papazodl, the Eblis, he chased Papazodl into the swamp. With his new tentacles. Uh, what was the name of the Camadan? Ke- Shigambi? Yeah, that's, so, that's wisdom. Cool, cool. Moa. We're waiting on Moa. Yeah. That night, a Sioux monster. Evil monkey. Oh, yeah. Is that a monkey with tendrils or is it hanging from a branch? Uh, it's hanging from a branch. Okay, just monkey. Evil monkey. Evil dark shadow monkey. That night, a Sioux monster broke into Ubtau's palace and stole a pail of water for the almonds. Oh my god! Can I say I love that Ubtau's just like, what a fucking day I'm having. <laughs> like seriously, I am thirsty. <gasps> I had that shitty stew that tasted like us. Some fucking frog comes in. I gave him tentacles. Now this. <laughs> when the god came running to find it, the Sioux monster hid the pail in a jaculized burrow. That's that snake. Yep. Yeah. Ubtau asked the jungle animals where his water was hidden, and Moa the jaculi was too honest to lie. When Honesty. When Wongo the Sioux monster found out how Moa had betrayed him, 
He vowed to catch the Jaculi and eat him up. Betrayal? Honesty. Sure. I'll Honesty. Put, I'll put yeah. brackets betrayal. All the while, Unk, the flail snail. Oh, yes. Oh. The story is Ubtau was, he had many forms. He, she, Hunter, they, explorer, whatever. yep, yep, yeah. yep. Had many forms, and all of these forms were worshipped. It's like the, if you know Christianity much, it's kind of like the idea of the three different versions of God or whatever. Oh. Yep. Daddy. Daddy, mommy, baby, papa, surf. Spooky. Papa, surf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daddy, forms. baby, spooky. Yeah. Ubtau was worshipped in many different forms. Yep, yep. And what happened was that Ubtau, they were so greedy and awful that- like, Fuck you guys. Yeah, he was like, fuck you guys. And then the trickster animal gods were like, no, nah, we can fix it. Yes, basically. But they're bad because they're trickster animal gods and they always fuck it up. Mm. All the trickster gods tried but failed. At least that's what this tale is. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that it's the truth. I just, I'm loving just hearing a bit of a myth. All the while, Unk the flail snail lived deep under the earth. Unk the, the <laughs> earth. <laughs> The noise of the other animals fighting made her slither up to the surface. And when day dawned over her shell, the light blinded Ubtau and made his eyes water. Life returned to Omu and the people built shrines to honor the animals who'd saved them. Aww. Uh, Adam. Yeah? Once we've gone through these, I give... Orvex, uh, I have five gold ingots worth ten gold pieces. I give him a single gold ingot worth ten gold pieces in exchange for the stones, the tablets. What did you agree on? I think you said ten gold. Yeah, there's several clay tablets. Wait, ten per tablet? Yeah, I thought it was ten per tablet. I thought it was ten for all of them. No, he's asking for fifty gold total. I give him fifty gold. Um, Why have you got these uh, tablets? I scavenged them. Oh, well, I didn't scavenge them. The Red Wizard scavenged them and asked me to translate. Do they bear any other significance that you can tell with? They tell the history of Omu, part of it at least. I don't know how accurate these tablets are. There's certainly a lot of mysticism surrounding them, and they were definitely written by someone who worshipped these gods, so they're probably a little biased. You've seen any uh, buildings or anything with similar... Symbols on them? Yes. The Red Wizards were looking for the shrines. There's some... I don't really understand what's happening, but there's something about the shrines they need to collect from them, and when they do, they can get somewhere. It's the nine shrines. There's nine of those gods, and there's nine shrines. That's what the graffiti was talking about. That's all V was looking for the shrines for Eric. I don't oh, know where Eric poor was. Eric. Oh, Eric's dead. V's probably dead too, though. Well, they're together, I guess. Way unless V was a different god and V's over here and Eric's, you know. Oh, that was a particularly religious pilgrimage. Maybe he changed his mind. But unless he died recently, in which case he's in the soul manga. Oh. I should not have reminded you of that. Let's move right along. You make camp for the night and you rest. Or you try to. Dun, dun, dun. Someone's been watching you and they choose this moment to attack. Why did we let Adam convince us to rest? <laughs> All right. It would be, uh, we'll say Flask of Wine's watch. So Flask of Wine. He's fine. <laughs> he's, fallen, he's fallen asleep curled around the ball of soft. The big ball of soft. The secret ball that he doesn't show us. 
I've seen it. Yeah, I haven't. I don't know about it, and it kills me every day. You're all awakened by flask of wine screaming in the night, Snakes! Snakes! Oh, fuck. All right, so let's go to initiative. I'm awake first. Rapier. <laughs> Who would you like to fight with? Um, Quasha. Uh, I'm taking dragon bait, I feel. As both of you spring to your feet, you can see... What is known as a Yaunty Abomination. Neither of you have ever seen a creature like this before. You wouldn't know that it's referred to as a Yaunty Abomination. All you can see is a, like a stake person. It's very hard to describe beyond snake person. Oh, it's a snake with um arms and a head. If yes. someone, okay, you know how people try and draw snakes with boobs? Imagine that, but super masculine. <laughs> With pecs. Yeah. So that one, which is clearly in charge, waves a hand in front of the six dogs that have been sharing this compound with you. yikes. You see magical white energy descend upon the brows of the dogs. They turn around to you and start sprinting into the fight. All six of them are going to attack, we'll say Vaughn, to be honest. Good luck biting into something that's not flesh. The jackals quite easily surround Vaughn and begin nipping at him from all sides. Vaughn is a giant metal man, but these jackals are being controlled by an intelligent and malevolent creature. The jackals use expert pack tactics to attack Vaughn from several different angles at once. Vaughn takes 28 points of damage. I don't like it. Then you stay is- away from my big friend. Tiffany and Quasha, it's your turn. I would like to approach the dogs with Quasha. I would like to use green flame blade and mm-hmm. start shanking dogs. Mm-hmm. And Quasha will be using bark skin because, wow, he's weak. But also because bark, as in... Woof, woof, of course. The noise that dogs make when they eat trees. <laughs> Quasha's skin turns... Hard like tree bark, his AC becomes 16, and that will be his action to cast that spell. Cool, 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 cool. What would you like to do? You stab at one of the dogs, yes, with a yelp. The jackal falls before your uh attack. Does Vaughn sing a song saying, Take the jackals off my feet so I can dance? No, he does not. And then we go, we go to the uh, one of the nine um shrines. And he's like, I just want to praise you. <laughs> Is that what happens there? <laughs> I don't think I've ever made you snort laugh before. <laughs> just, just the simplicity of it was so good. <sighs> you have a, a very colourful laugh. It's great. Oh, In the oh, I like it. It's good. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. In the group, there are five Yaunty pure bloods. Pure bloods are basically humans or elves. Or I just a- thought it was the one man. Fuck. No, unfortunately. There are, there's in total ten. There's that one big snake. There's these pure bloods. Pure bloods look like humans, but with snake-like fi- features. Think kind of like Voldemort, almost. Greg. And then there's Malisons, which a Malison is like human body, snake head. You- That's so much worse because it has a dick. Tell <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm sorry, human body. I don't imagine it's wearing clothes. I've just got snake head and just flopping about. 
It's also just assuming they're all men. Some of them are probably ladies. So it's a snake with tits. <laughs> oh, no, we're back here again. Um, can Vaughn please get to yeeting and play some dog bowling? <laughs> Pop, four of the five pure bloods have surrounded you. They quite clearly knew to try and bring you down as soon as possible. How long they, have they been watching for us, Adam? You're not sure. They all open their hands up at you and poison bades you from four different directions. Oh, Fuck your nose! I'm gonna, I'm gonna use detect poison. <laughs> it's poison. <laughs> Just waste my turn testing to see if the poison is poison or if it is cardles. You're gonna take. Well, you actually take seven points of damage, and Vaughn takes seven points of damage. That's oh, I forget that. Um, let me know if I don't pass the Constitution saving throw. You didn't pass it twice. Can I use this? Plus, Plus D12, D12 after a saving throw. Yeah, you would have still failed, unfortunately. Oh, what a waste! One of them attacks Arda Simber. They do know who to attack first. Clever fox. Arda Simber, as he gets up. <coughs> Takes one point of damage. Hmm. Am I poisoned, Adam? Takes one. No, you've just taken poison damage. Oh. Yeah. You're lucky, I suppose. So that was the pure blood's turn. Artisan Flask is neither of you guys. <laughs> Artis getting to his feet. He's going to try and target the pure bloods, I suppose. Cold energy bathes three of the pure bloods. When the cold energy begins to die down, you can see that beneath the cone of cold, the three of them have been frozen solid. One of them slowly falls backwards and shatters. That's my boy. E. Then Flask of Wine. Flask of Wine targets maybe another one of the pure bloods, to be honest. He fires twice with his bow. The first time he hits, he deals seven points of damage to one of the pure bloods. His second attack, however, will not be so good. Oh, that's super good card. Yeah. <gasps> Poor sport. Your target taunts you. Make a DC 12 wisdom saving throw. Oh. They hurt his feelings. Oh, they literally hurt his <laughs> they feelings. Bully him into submission. On a failed save, you have disadvantage when attacking this target until you, until you successfully hit them. He passes the DC. So... The He fires a second arrow at the same target, but misses. The pure blood hisses at Flask of Wine and says, You will never be as good as your sister. Oh, oh. how long oh. have these snakes been following us, Cass? Maybe they're just magic? This then is it is Pop and Dragon Maid. Vaughn recovers 10 hit points. All right. Uh, hey, Vaughn, get to yeeting. <laughs> snakes. Snakes, not dogs? No, 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 because uh, Dragonbait and I are going to go for uh, snake pecks. The dogs are around his feet. Yeah, the he, dogs are all around him. So he pick, if he picks up the dogs and oh, goes snake bowling. Yeah, no, throw the dogs at the snakes. <laughs> mm. Oh, no. He tries to lean down and grab one of the dogs, but it, it, it darts out of the way. Cool. The dogs descend upon Vaughn as he stumbles forwards. 
Do you kill Vaughn? I'll be so upset at him. Oh. I don't think you know how upset I'll be. He belongs in my museum. Maybe my house is my friend. Oh, live at the museum. Where do you think I live already? <laughs> Vaughn takes a further 11, 20, 28 points of damage. So uh, that was Vaughn. He, as he bends over, he stumbles forwards. The dogs see an opening and they tear into Vaughn. They can't hurt the metal or they bend and twist metal with their teeth, but the wood is where they do their most damage. I turn to this pecked snake. The, and ab- the abomination. We'll sub- call them abomination. Malison. Malisons are the ones with snake heads and pure bloods are the ones. Pure bloods are the ones that look mostly human. Cool, cool. Uh, I turn to the abomination. Yeah, the leader. Uh, a dragon bait. Two gold pieces says I can kill him before you do. Dragon bait gives you a nod that conveys the words it's on. Um, I would like to attack that snaky, snaky bitch, while also using um, Zephyr Strike. All right. First attack, you get... My first attack of the round. First round, you get an extra attack. Woo! Woo! Zephyr Strike. I'm going to make a little... Hit. Hit. Miss. Take that, you slithery son of a bitch. You slash with your sickle. Hammer with the hammer, slash again with the sickle, and once more maybe with the hammer, just for good fucking measure. You start bringing up welts, bruises, and bloody cuts upon the toned chest of the abomination. It laughs at you. (laughs) Puny little mortals. That doesn't bode well um, if we are mortals. It does not seem particularly hurt by your attack. You fuckhead, you got a speech impediment. It's pronounced tall. <laughs> Get a good boy card. That was fucking great. Cash it in for next time. And dragon bait. No, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It, it doesn't say that. Dragon bait <laughs> charges in. He deals. We know they're not what they seem. Uh, 26 points of damage. So he deals the same amount of damage as you. The four snake-headed ones move in to attack. Sneds. Two of them attack you, Pop. They slash with scimitars and bite with their snake heads. That's a lot of dice. (laughs) That was a lot of dice. Fuck. You're going to cop three hits with scimitars and one bite, which... Oh, no, the bite just does the poison damage. Cool. No roll required. 24 points of damage, half of which goes to Vaughn. So you take 12, Vaughn takes 12. That's not looking good for Vaughn. One of them attacks you, Tiffany, and another one attacks Dragon Bait. Oh, Tiffany, you are not as... Oh, man, Tiffany. (gasps) Tiffany, you take 21 points of damage. Oh, no! One of the Malisons behind you slashes once, slashes twice, making a big, angry-looking red X on your back. Then you feel it, bang, sinking its fangs into your neck. Uh, 21 points of damage. uh, Orvex gets up and starts scrambling away. He's badly wounded still. The abomination, Pop, it slashes at you several times with its scimitar. You get cut down your arm from your shoulder 
all the way down to your wrist, and it leaves a long red angry line. You hiss in pain and try to bring up your sickle to block the next attack, but the abomination goes low. Like as if it were going underneath a, a limbo pole, it drops itself nearly flat backwards and swings itself around, cutting you across the chest, getting completely underneath your guard. Then Fuck. its tail runs out from underneath it, wraps around your chest and squeezes. You hear crack, 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 crack of your shell and then your spine. <clears throat> you are restrained. Your movement is your movement speed is zero. Your attacks have disadvantage and its attacks have advantage against you. You take 30 points of damage, half of which goes to Vaughn. Then it's Tiffany and Quasha's turn. Uh, oh, and sorry, the five dogs attack Vaughn. Adam, if you take Vaughn away hit. from me at this point, I will critical hit. Never come back on this show. <laughs> Miss hit critical hit. So let's roll the two regular hits. They're just dogs. Oh no! Should have killed them while we had the chance. Seventeen points of damage from the regular hits. Putting Vaughn on 97 damage out of a total of uh, 142. So Vaughn is on 45 hit points right now. Vaughn doesn't go into death saving throws. When Vaughn reaches zero hit points, he is destroyed. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. He hasn't had the critical hits yet. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I've not rolled them yet. Sorry. Can I keep him alive if I play a fortuitous circumstance? A fortuitous circumstance unfortunately cannot affect. Or you could make, you could force a reroll one of these critical hits. I mean, I do have miss on an attack roll, but yeah. Oh my god, use that. Yeah, but it's only one of them, isn't it? Yeah, only one of the two critical. Can be a critical. Fuck! Just make miss on it. Just make one one miss. All right, spend. Oh, that's 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 a bad bad boy boy. card. Who's heal? For the next one d six rounds. For the next one round. You must make a DC 14 constitution saving throw when attempting to move five feet or more. On a failed save, you fall prone. Regular damage otherwise. Oh, oh boy. 17 more points of damage. I might actually use my fortuitous circumstance after this turns over because any help is help, you know. Before you do that, yeah, Adam, if I removed the amulet, Vaughn goes back to being inert, doesn't he? Yes. So he's no longer alive or follows commands or I no longer share AC or anything with him. He still will take damage if attacked. <sighs> Never mind. All right, Tiffany and Quasha, what would you like to do? I would like to start attacking the dogs again. I would like to use my green flame blade once more, sneaking with Quasha, and Quasha will use coal lightning on the dogs. <laughs> on the dogs? Will that oh will that hit Vaughn as well? He can probably I'm sure he can angle it to miss, but he could probably do that to hit a lot more more dangerous enemies. As you attack another one of the jackals, you slash at it with your rapier. Mm-hmm. The dog wimps and then rolls over, bleeding heavily. It's not dead, but it's dying or whatever. You, the dogs do not seem particularly tough, and call lightning is a very powerful spell. You could use it on the abomin well, not on the abomination, because Pop will also get caught up in that. I would like to use, use it, it on the abomination. Is the abomination using the 
attack. He's the one controlling the dogs. Yeah. Do it. I would like to use coal lightning on the abomination. So the abomination fails at saving throw. Pop passes his saving throw. (laughs) That will be half as much damage for you, Pop. Halved again because Vaughn's going to take that damage as well. Whoops. Whoops. That's quarter damage for Vaughn. That's yeah, that's that's half. Half of half. Quarter. Yeah, yeah. And then the dogs might be dead. Fifteen points of damage to the abomination. That's not enough. Oh, I, oh, did, I did more with a hammer and a sickle. And seven points of damage halved again. So three points of damage to you, three points of damage to Vaughn. Vaughn is on 117. How did the abomination take that? The abomination doesn't act like it noticed it. Hmm. hmm. Doesn't sound good. The snakes aren't what they seem. That was Tiffany and Quasha. It's the pure blood's turn. There's only two of them left. One of them... Actually, both of them are going for dragon bait now. He's fine. He takes no damage. Then it is Artisimber and Flask. Flask of Wine... Fires. He strikes the one that was taunting him, killing it, and he kills the other one. The last two pure bloods are dead, courtesy of Flask of Wine. Uh, love that cat. Is Artis? Can Artis see and hear me if I yell at him? Yeah. Artis, I can take it. <laughs> Artis Simber gives you an odd look, and he says, "Just hold still." <laughs> No worries, mate. <laughs> hey, you ugly fuck. This is not to Artis. This is to the abomination. It's going to hurt you more than it hurts me. But if it hurts me just as much, then I'm going to enjoy the agony that I know it's causing you. Artis Simbra puts a hand down on the abomination on one of its many scales. When he does that, you can see that his ring of winter flares with energy. And from Artis Simber's hand, white ice begins to slowly move across the abomination. The abomination cries out, What? What is this? Yeah, you're fucked, mate. Pop, you see that it's not a layer of ice covering the abomination. The abomination is turning into ice. <laughs> is this the break our heroes need to kill their ambushes? Find out next time on Once Upon a Time in Zombie Plagued Chot. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows we do here at Sans Pants Radio, then why not subscribe to SansPantsPlus.com? For as little as $5 a month, you could have access to a whole bunch of bonus shows and content. Once again, that's SansPantsPlus.com. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sans Pants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&D is for Nerds on your favourite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.